because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania World. We have episode 85 of the Cinemania World Show. Uh, this is a show we talk about all things movie news, television news, and, and everything in pop culture. As always, I'm joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team and the Cinemania Live Show. We have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hi, hello, I'm good. And from the uh, BAM2 TV YouTube channel, we have Brett. Brett, how are you? I'm fantastic, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's very nice to hear from you. And lastly, we are joined from the Mainly Movies YouTube channel and it's in the Mainly World team as well. We have Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Um, I'm all right. Um, how's everyone doing? It's Thursday. Uh, week Week's almost over, I guess. Everyone's quarantining and whatnot. Same old, same old, as we all like to say. Uh, missed, the, missed the World Show. Missed the, was going to do the World Show yesterday, but my Wi-Fi was a disaster. And I'm tired of this damn heat. Alyssa, is it hot over there? I know, yes, I know you and I are it's close. brutal. <laughs> Sick of this shit, all right? Brett, I know you're up there, too, kind of, in, in Canada. How's yeah, it's been pretty hot the last couple of days, actually. And, like, it's, it's human awful. more than it's kind of, like, actually hot. So you're pretty much just, like, gasping for air all the time. Yes, it's really, it's really, really bad. It's not my favorite at all. Um, all right, so today we have a couple of things to get into, everyone. Uh, very excited. Um, I guess we'll start with a movie that I'm sure any n- none of you guys have ever heard about, and that is Tenet. Tenet um, <laughs> is set to officially release internationally overseas on August 26th, and it'll release over here. I'm, I'm hoping they, they, they set around like Labor Day is what I'm seeing online. So this is the direct statement from People Magazine, um, from the people.com, their website. Uh, It says, the highly anticipated action film starring Robert Pattinson and John David Washington will open internationally um, August 26th, followed by select U.S. cities over Labor Day weekend. The cities have yet yet to be announced. Um, I'm interested. To, I'm interested in what in like so which which cities are going to be able to like see Tenet. I don't really think that that makes a lot of sense. But um, I'll give my quick thoughts before I go to everyone else. My my um my quick and easy thoughts about this is that I think it's great for for um, international markets to see movies because they they've actually been doing things a lot better than we have. So I don't see why not they should be rewarded and whatnot. And if they're ready and willing and willing to be open, you know, to open theaters. Everything is safe. Then I don't see why not. Like I've been saying on the podcast, on social media, America is a disaster. So uh, no, I don't think like other um, countries should suffer from how America has been doing. I know Nolan really tried hard to like try to make sure we got it and say at the same time, but. I mean, I'm just not, I'm not that appalled or offended by this move um, from Warner Brothers. So go around the call, get everyone's thoughts. Uh, I'll start with Anna. What do you think? I mean, yeah, <laughs> good for international um, peeps. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be like the most like pirated movie ever. <laughs> Once it like, plays in a theater. Um, that shit's going to be on one, two, three movies. And film Twitter's going to be like, haha, scene. <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> so I I don't know I it's cool for like the people like who do live internationally um and for the people that's gonna be able to see it in like certain cities but like it, it's gonna be pirated as hell <laughs> yeah I mean I don't really think there's gonna be any major big spoiler plot points from the movie uh but I oh, do see um... like Twitter like <laughs> I, I think mean, so besides like everyone who thinks like this like a conspiracy that it's that it's like you know um a prequel or sequel to uh whatever to an to um inception i don't really see because it's not like honestly i i would be more upset this is like an end game situation where like all those kind of spoilers are like you don't want to see those as far maybe, maybe it's just me i i just i don't see any big spoilers if there that. weren't like, major someone... spoilers then the t- then the trailers would have told us a lot more like literally right. the trailers are just like hey we have time weird movie take it yeah. <laughs> i guess i'm not i guess i'm not too upset because i guess on my and 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 my um like for for me if i hear if i hear a spoiler about tenant i'll be like all right whatever you know what i mean like <laughs> i i'm not invested that as i as as much like i was because of like all the news and whatnot um i i personally think it should just move to 2021 but they are so dead set on this movie coming out now and as soon as possible for some reason so <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, let's go to Brett. What about you? What do you think about it getting released internationally? Um, believe it or not, Canada is actually included internationally, so I'm happy as hell. So for the first time possibly ever, I will actually get to see a movie before my American friends. Don't worry, I won't glow too much and I won't spoil it, but I'm like extremely fucking happy by this news because it's not getting ruined for me. I'll actually get to see it. And this was undeniably my most anticipated movie of the year i'm a huge christopher nolan fanboy i love all of his movies except for dunkirk but that's a different story either way though i am so so stoked for this movie and i'm so happy that i will get to see it sooner rather than later so it that's actually i mean that's good are you do you know uh i don't know if if the news came out differently where you're at but did did they did they announce over there near you where what theaters is going to be getting it uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know like the main theater chain around here is Cineplex, and as far as I know, they will be getting it. I think I saw that it was 26th um, overseas, like in Europe and stuff like that, and like I know that Ren said Portugal's getting it on the 26th, but I believe it's the 27th for me. Um, mm-hmm. There hasn't been any like pre-sale tickets or anything yet, but my theater also just opened last week. Um, and they're only showing like select movies. They have like some movies that were just in theaters. Like they have like, Oh, you know, the amazing bloodshot and then Sonic the Hedgehog Fantastic and stuff, movie. but they're, <clears throat> they're also throwing in some classics and they have like Jaws, Jurassic Park and some other yeah. newer ones. Like they're showing a uh, wonder woman now and arrivals. So it's kind of a blend. Um, but yeah, I, I keep checking back every day after the news broke and they haven't put any pre-sale tickets up yet that I'm aware of, but, um, I'm not sure about other kind of smaller, more independent theater chains that are around here, but I, I do believe that Cineplex <laughs> will be having it. Like Hannah's, Hannah's theater ain't getting it, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, Alyssa, no. Definitely <laughs> not. Alyssa's like 10C theater's not getting it either. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I doubt it. <laughs> um, let's go to Alyssa. What about you? What's your thoughts? Uh, I think it's exciting news for uh, <laughs> the international people. Um, but, uh, I will say August 26th is still a very long ways away. Um, so I, I hope it happens for their sake. Um, but I, I, you know, I, at this point (laughs) with movie announcements and stuff, I'm not too confident, uh, that, you know, things are actually going to come out 
when they're announced to come out. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Um, but uh, Canada is pretty close to Maine. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, current uh, policy is for uh, getting across the border. But um, I might I might have to take a trip a couple hours up north uh, on the on the 27th, it sounds um, just in case. But How many weeks is that in between? Is that like what was that three weeks or so? from from Labor Day and August 26th uh for US. I'm also I'm also interested to see how uh like like I said like which theaters cuz I I I would presume that most states with like upticks and like uh like Florida I doubt they're going to like open any theaters um right now. Um Boston's been okay. Um I don't know how it's been by you Hannah, but I know like Florida, like California is still not good, Texas, Arizona Illinois um, is kind of just chilling. We're not bad. Yeah, like we're like like that's that's what I feel like up here. Like in Boston, it's kind of like just like that fine line where like there's like maybe like I'd say as far as like new cases, there's maybe like a hundred new cases every day, um, rather than Florida had like fifteen thousand in one day the other day, um, which is ridiculous. So I I, I would presume those uh, those states are not going to be get are not going to be opening theaters anytime soon, and maybe like the like the um the smaller kind of more quiet states um are are gonna be are gonna be able to watch the movie come Labor Day. Um but I agree. I, I once again I don't feel when I hear something like I'm now to the point where I've become numb where I hear something's gonna release in August. Uh because I'm just like, okay, I mean we'll see. Because I think New Mutants last week said said August as well. Um, and I, and I, and I guess the big thing with that is that they have to release in theaters with their contract or whatever, but I, um, yeah, I, I don't see, I don't, I would rather just like, you just push all these movies, like just do like do the slow soft openings with like some movies coming out, like put your blood shots and your whatever's in theaters until like we have some, some clarity as far as everything going on. Um, I don't see like putting a major big release in theaters um, would help any, anyone's situation. And I don't see a lot of people going into, I don't see a lot of people going to these movie theaters right away. So that's my only, that's my, that's my um thing about Tenet's new release date kind of, <clears throat> kind of plan. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next we'll get into uh, some other news. We have AMC and Universal uh, reaching a new agreement with uh with their movies uh releasing on vod so earlier in the year we had a world show about it a couple of months ago uh about universal uh well amc kind of banning universal movies from their uh from their uh releases because of of because of a statement that the head of universal said about trolls world 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 war tour doing really really good and whatnot so now it's it's looking like the Universal theatrical window is going to 17 days before being released of, on video on demand. Uh, this makes no sense. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, but it doesn't. It doesn't make. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Here's a statement from a Hollywood Reporter. Um, in a stunning reversal, AMC Theaters has struck a historic agreement with Universal that will allow the studio's movies to be made available on premium video on demand after 17 days of play of play in cinemas, including three weekends, the two companies announced Tuesday. 
Um, I know we were I, like everyone that when we did that show, everyone was kind of like it just you know didn't understand the uh, kind of back and forth between these two these two companies. Doesn't really make any sense. Uh, go to Hannah to get your thoughts on the seventeen day window. Do you like it? I I think it's ridiculous. But, yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know. This is so fucking stupid. What is that? That's dumb. It's so fucking stupid. I'm so sick and tired of this. I just, I don't care. <laughs> I I don't see it because I don't. I'm thinking like Universal movies. Okay, so that's like, uh, did, did they have? Did they have No Time to Die? Or was that Paramount or something? Um, but I know Universal does like Fast and Furious movies. Can you imagine like someone saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna go see this Fast and Furious movie when I could just see it in like two weeks." Or whatever, like on demand and whatnot for twenty dollars or whatever. Am I insane or was King of Staten Island Universal? I don't. I don't remember. I don't was remember. it is that Lionsgate or something? I don't. I don't remember. But I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think this is really good. I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is going to be a bad precedent when it comes to other studios trying this. Um, I I would say I, I don't know why they because before all of this. The release window was 90 days before you can do video on demand and, and you know, the DVDs and Blu-rays and all that type of stuff. But 17 days. Like, can you imagine, like, Fast and Furious or whatever coming out on a Friday and then in two weeks it's on Blu-ray? Like, that just doesn't make – that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, so I don't understand. Uh, Brett, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I'm strongly against it, honestly. For me, the theater experience is such a major part of why I love movies. So I hate the fact that movies could soon, I guess not movies, I mean, I mean the company man's going to make their money either way, but movie theaters and movie theater chains and especially independent theaters are going to be hurt by this, I think, majorly. Because like you said, there's going to be so many people with that mindset of being like, oh, the movies is too expensive. Oh, you can't even get snacks or you're paying an arm and a leg, which is, of course, true. But again, the theater is an experience. And, you know, 17 days, it's not a very long time. Like you said, it's about two weeks. And I feel that there is going to be so many people that are going to have that exact same mindset you just described. And, you know, they're going to be like, why would I go pay all this money and buy all these snacks and stuff like that? And especially, you know, with the state of the world right now, when theaters do open back up, they're just going to be like, no, I'm just going to wait the two weeks and stay at home and watch it. And to me, that's just, it bothers me as a person who loves the theater experience so much. I really hate the fact that, you know, I'll see this movie and then like, you know, two weeks later, it'll be up on Blu-ray or it'll be on demand all over my TV screens. And it just, it gets under my skin. I know it's obviously not as big of a thing as it, you know, it might be, but to us who, you know, love movies and love the theater and stuff like that, it, it really kind of, it irks me a little bit, I'll say. I would agree. Alyssa, what do you think? You agree? Yes. Um, so this, uh, for theaters, right, this is a very, very bad situation. This is, uh, not uh not not looking up in terms of the longevity of um movie theaters and at least existing in the uh the way that they have for as long as at least we've all been alive um because like you were saying some people lots of people are going to wait um either due to covid concerns or just because they don't want to um spend the money right i mean figure if you got something you know, like Trolls or Scoob coming out, right? People could stay at home and buy it for $20 or rent it for $20 for their entire family, right? All their kids get to watch it for that single $20 on the same TV 
versus having to go to the theater and buy, you know, five or six, um, you know, $10, $12 tickets. And so there's going to certainly be people who do that. But of the people who still do go to the theater, right, people like us who have that, um, uh, that kind of experiential uh, desire, this is still not going to be enough because I, I don't know how familiar people are with how movie theaters um, chains, but especially independent theaters too, kind of make their money, but they don't get much from the ticket sales. And the ticket sales typically work on a kind of weekly percentage basis, um, where basically the studio gets a huge chunk of the ticket sale um, percentage in the first couple weeks. And the longer a movie stays in the theater, right, third, fourth, fifth week is when the movie theater actually starts to make uh, a, a larger percentage of it, of the ticket sales mm -hmm. than the um, theater, or sorry, than the studio. And so that, um, you know, by making a 17 day window, that means the theater is never going to get to the point where they even have an opportunity to start making a decent amount off the um, off the ticket sales. And so, you know, it's it's pretty much useless for the theater. I mean, there's there's they're not going to be getting anything from it. And so they're going to be so much more, you know, even more dependent on concession sales um, than they ever have been before. And it's just this this is really bad news. And, and like you said, it sets a precedent um, for other studios and other theaters. Right. Because, I mean, this was an AMC Universal um, deal. But if it's going to VOD, after 17 days, that's going to affect every theater, right? Not just AMC theaters. Uh, so this is this is bad news for theaters. Universal continues to make themselves look like assholes, like absolute assholes. Like when this first happened, I remember all of us like on the world show being like, what the fuck? Like Universal like setting this like president and being like, oh yeah, like our movie did fucking amazing on VOD and now we're not even going to put it in theaters. Um, and we're and we're all like, what? the fuck and then amc putting their foot down and being like oh yeah we're like we're not gonna like support this because we believe in like the theater going experience and now they're like amc like backtracking they're like yeah we kind of have to make a deal with the universal because like they have fast and furious um so you know it's like yeah i hate it i, mean, I, I think yeah because i if this was i feel like if this was like like i love a24 but if this was like a24 i feel it like, AMC, like All right. it wouldn't even be yes yeah, they, they would have been like, okay, whatever. You know, you guys don't, you, we don't need to put put, out, put your movies out. Because A24 movies, they come out, they make, they make you a little five million uh, opening weekend, then they'll go down and down and down. Uh, Universal movies, though, like this year, Universal, they had, uh, as far as, as far as like their, uh, so I was doing some research. Um, the King of Staten Island was Universal, and the movies like Invisible Emma, Man. Invisible Man wasn't Universal, The Hunt, all those movies were Universal. So here's my here's my uh, my worry and my and my issue. My issue is that I think this model will be fine when it does come to those bigger movies. I don't think this will be good when it comes to movies like The King of Staten Island that could really use the box office boost or Emma that could really use a box office boost and whatnot. You release you say say F nine comes out next year. It does. <clears throat> what it does big you know fast and furious movies they do they do really well so they do about let's say it does like 90 million opening weekend god please i hope it doesn't um <laughs> let's, let's, say it does, <laughs> let's 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 say it does that opening weekend right second weekend they do what you know do half of that so they'll do like 40 40 to 50 million probably like 35 ish 
then it then it's like it's on VOD now. So you're gonna you're gonna see a significant drop in the box office, but it's still probably gonna do well with families who haven't seen it yet that want to pay for it on demand. A movie like The King of Staten Island. It'll come out, make a make a little bit of money in the box office, and then by the time it's on PVOD, like it, it's made nothing. So I'm just like, I I'm worried more so for the smaller movies that are going to be impacted by this decision. Um, you know, the smaller indie creative kind of movies that Universal does uh, put out. You know, so um, I I don't I don't like this. When I heard it, I was like, I saw I saw I saw people like, yeah, this is. Thank God they're gonna be. I'm like, dude, no, like this is this ain't good. Like, if they said like a month to watch Fast and Furious Nine on VOD, genuinely, no idea. (laughs) I I, no, or like anything, like you know when they when they release Halloween, that's Universal. Like, I no, I don't want to watch any of that on VOD and one on on, you know what I mean after two or whatever weeks. So put Bloodshot on VOD, that's fine. But like, I mean, like, but not like not like these ones. I, I don't know. I'm just I don't. If they would have made a decision for like um maybe maybe AMC did say like okay let's do a month Which and then you go came to a decision in the first place AMC yeah. looks dumb going back on what they did <laughs> right right well we, I mean what well, I knew listen I when when this happened I was like AMC they struggling right now with the pandemic and whatnot and as soon as we get back into theaters I'm sure they're gonna want Universal like I said this is like a twenty four or IFC they'd be like all right whatever you know what I mean but this is it's a big studio. It's not like it's Disney, but like it's it's Universal. I think right after Disney, would I would say it's like it's like Warner Bros. Then Universal, then like Sony or whatever. So um, I think it's I I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I think like a month would have been like a good kind of good kind of spot to do this kind of decision making on, but or just not or just not do it at all because I don't think it's just not it's not going to benefit movie theaters at all. And this is this is just gonna it's gonna hurt. The theater, the theater um, experience more and more and more, um, and with these kind of because I know another studio is going to try this. I know it, so um, I'm I'm worried. So, but we'll see what happens um, I, in the future. I don't think that we should. Oh, I do think that we should worry, but I think that when we like should actually worry. Worry is when like Disney or Warner Bros says something like this. Agreed. Yeah, that's when we need to be like, uh, <laughs> we're in trouble. Studio. Studio that's bringing those box office big big numbers um, is you know is uh, you know Warner Brothers and Disney like they are like okay uh, Universal like 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 I said like they released like obviously the Fast and Furious movies Hobbs and Jaw all those kind of movies um, we'll do we'll do what they did like the Halloween the you know some of their scary product movies like with Invisible Man I'm sure when the Wolf Man or whatever comes out it'll be it'll be like it'll do really well but yeah so um, we'll see what happens though. So, uh, next over the weekend, we had um, some stuff with this Snyder Cut business again. Um, I don't know. We, the Is Snyder there a way Cut, where we don't talk about Snyder Cut? I, you know, like we had that hero, we had that hero show on the channel, right? I mean, on the podcast and whatnot. And like, literally every single episode has been about the Snyder Cut since we've since we've launched it. Brett knows disaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it is some sort of news he did he was doing he was doing a Q&A with Grace Randolph of all people um about this I mean I was surprised <laughs> she yeah, really like, like <laughs> kisses his ass every chance she gets so I'm, surprised either. I'm just like all right um so he did he he was talking saying some stuff about about the movie how he's not going to release anything 
that wasn't shot by him. I mean, that's what a director's cut is. Anyway, um, but he was talking about how, uh, you know, how they uh, he had all these ideas and whatnot. Um, then they, they did like a little clip of that scene that was in the first trailer, I believe, years ago when someone lands in front of Alfred. Alfred is like, I know you come. Everyone thought it was like Green Lantern back in, back in the day when, it, when, when they saw this. But um, it was apparently a black suit Superman that everyone's geeking out over. Uh, all this happened at the Justice Con events, like a little kind of community um, DC Twitter kind of thing that they did. Um, great. Great for them. Great for everyone who's happy. I, 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 I don't care. Anyone else? Anyone else want to comment on black suit Superman? I was gonna have a guest in DC, but he couldn't make it last minute. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want this thing to come out so I can move on with my life, please. <laughs> I'm just so tired. I'm so tired of it on Twitter. I really am. I saw somebody um say I got in trouble for it for saying it, but I saw somebody like saying something like about like the black suit and then being like, uh obviously shazam and birds of prey don't fit in with the the dcu look what zach snyder is doing and i'm like and i quoted it and i was like uh snyder stands always like be like oh yeah we like we we want director creativity uh creative um control and then like as soon as like a director does something different than zach snyder in the dcu they're like no boo tomatoes and i'm like dude i'm so freaking tired of snyder like cultists i can't with them anymore on Twitter yesterday said um like a it was like a tweet that said um I much rather my dark DCEU properties than the MCU copies and it was all the good DCEU <laughs> I saw somebody so quote it like, with a video right. of um of Roman just saying fuck oh, a million times in Birds Prey and they're like what about this screams MCU to you <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was like Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman, Justice League. That, that I mean, that that's fair. They, they were trying to model that movie after after the Avengers. That's fair. But like, I like, get Shazam and I get yeah. Wonder Woman, but like Birds of Prey, <laughs> what? Yeah, Birds of Prey, Shazam, Wonder Woman, well, Aquaman. It was another one. That was it. I think that was like that was under well, there's the not thing many of DCU like, movies. So. Yeah, yeah, I was under like oh, oh and Suicide Squad. And oh, okay. I was under the thing of like the MCU copy. I I have no idea. I guess if you add no, 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 no. I I saw that. I saw that tweet. Suicide Squad was under the Snyder stuff. Was it? I have no idea. But um, Snyder Snyder fans like Suicide Squad. I don't know why. Yeah. But they've decided that Suicide Squad probably, probably, is like in the of, group of good movies. Probably because of that whole air cut BS. Uh, Brett, listen, I love you. I know you're excited about this thing. Do you have any thoughts on Black Superman? Um, look, uh, no, no, it's fine. As you know, I am excited, but I feel like I'm definitely not one of the cultists, and I'm not all on the side of that stuff. I think all that shit that you guys are just talking about is ridiculous. But you know, all my I'm friends ex- are fine. We're excited. Yeah. Like you, Zach, Ren, I love y'all. Y'all are pumped. And y'all are exactly. Yeah. I'm excited for the right reasons. Again, it just comes down to I've, I've voiced my opinion on plenty of times, so I'm not going to bother with that. I'll just stick to the black suit black suit superman stuff because yeah we've had however many podcasts now with the uh, hero mm. hour and it's all just been snyder cut stuff so i think I've, I've voiced my opinion on that more than enough times but the black suit superman i don't know i think it's kind of cool you know it's something that was in the comics and it was a pretty big thing back then after the death of superman and it was rumored to be in justice league before all of this shit happened so i think it's cool that it's in there granted it's still you know it's still just superman he's just in a black suit um 
you know, it's cool to look at and it's, you know, it's a nice little callback to the comics and some of the more popular comics, I should say. So, you know, it's cool, but again, it doesn't really, you know, do anything for the character, make me go like, oh my God, like I need this movie, you know, any more than I thought I wanted to see it ahead of time. So, you know, it's not a big game changer. It's something that I, you know, it had been rumored to be in there for so long that I'm not surprised that it's in there. It doesn't really change my opinion on a whole lot, but I guess, you know, it's a neat little callback. Right. Fun fact, you know, every single time I rant about the, about the DCEU and the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut, we lose like ten followers on Spotify. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Listen, listen, listen. This is the thing. I tweeted this also. Critiquing the cultists doesn't equal critiquing Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my. I, I want to see if uh, I have um, nothing. I have no bones to pick with Zack Snyder. I, I don't like his movies, but he seems great. <laughs> he seems like a really nice person. But <laughs> his fans are fucking awful. Like they make him like, look bad. When you released that fucking shirt that's an associate producer for the fans, you know, I said, "Fuck." Do you do you know what kind of monsters you're creating? Do you know how many tweets I'm going to see? I'm an associate producer of Justice League. Fuck you. I just, um, I don't know. Alyssa, I'm, what do you I'm, think? I'm happy for Zack Snyder that he's finally getting his, like, you know, uh, his creative freedom over the project. I mean, I am too. That's what I said in the first place. That's why I was like, that's why I was like, David Ayer, kick rocks. But, like, Zack Snyder was screwed. Like, they they morbidly screwed his movie. He had a He had a tragic event in his life and they still went on with trying to get this movie out bring in a director who who he didn't approve because zach said zach said that he did leave the project like it was his choice he wasn't kicked off or anything but he did not uh, approve of um joss whedon coming on right so they, they brought josh whedon on because after age of ultron he was kind of i won't say exiled from marvel but he was kind of like gone he just vanished you know it was the russos now it's the russos playground after age of all after winter soldier came out and was like so good and then they did then they did civil war okay this is the russo stuff now so but they brought him in because i mean they wanted 201 million dollars like avengers had they was like make this shiny put some orange tint in the background give aquaman some gross jokes make flash fall on wonder woman's boobs do what you can please we need help so uh, he did and he did it and he's been like ridiculed about it um brady fisher's coming out about about that's a whole other story in in, in and of itself uh regarding joss wheaton but i i stand behind zack snyder getting his cut made and uh, all that stuff. I just cannot deal with the fans. I just cannot do it. Saturday was like I had to close Twitter for like for like for like six hours because I'm like, dude, like, well, I get it's different, but and, and and I get it if you're like excited, but it's like Zach and that's breathe. the difference between like Zack Snyder fans and like MCU fans. Like, don't get me wrong, there's like bad MCU fans, and not to be like, oh, MCU good, DCU bad, but like I have genuinely never ever ever interact with like an like an mcu fan that is like as bad as like Zack snyder stands like Zack snyder stands are just awful mcu fans are just overly excited that's how i see it in my head yeah overly excited about like the eternals like they're just reason. dumb mcu stands are dumb <laughs> Zack snyder stands are just awful yeah i don't know um 
Um, uh, Alyssa, I guess I never really got your thoughts on this whole uh, Snyder cut thing. Are you excited? Uh, no. I mean, I Ugh. like. I'm not. I'm not against it. I guess I just. I kind of don't care. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just. I like you said earlier. I'm just waiting for it to be out so that people can watch it, talk about it obsessively for like a week, and then finally stop talking about it. Um, because I. I don't know. I really don't see it making that big of a difference. You know, like, I feel like it's not going to be that huge of a change um, in terms of the movie. And I think people are going to either be disappointed by the fact that nothing really happened or they're just going to be, like, so enthused about it having come out that even though nothing that major changed in it they're going to be saying it's this greatest thing ever and again kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the theaters like i think this sets a a potentially um not so great precedent uh for for other movies and other kind of director cuts and and other like hashtag driven um fan changes to things yeah that's gonna be awful if like because i i think it already is happening even with like the air cut um, as soon as, like, fans notice that, like, they could, like, bully a studio into giving, like, a director's cut, um, then I, it's, like, if, if they, I think they already have noticed, obviously, with, like, the air cut, it's, like, if they know that they have the power to do that, how many fucking movies are we gonna get where it's, like, the director directs a bad movie, and they're, like, oh, but it wasn't my fault, <laughs> and then the, the fans can be, like, fucking blank the cut and you know it's gonna be like oh (laughs) that doesn't happen but we've seen that already too with with other movies recently not ones that had uh come out well one of them had come out but i mean we saw the same type of thing happen with sonic um that you know i think that that was a positive change in terms of the redesign but that was a very um you know fan-driven uh change uh and then cats with the like re-release of cats with the edited um you know stuff after it had been out in theaters i think Um, think that's the studio i don't know they faced they faced a lot of backlash on it though so like yeah they faced a lot of backlash but i think that the studio knew that what's it called um tom hooper because tom hooper even said that they were working on it until like the day of release um well, like, until, like, the last, like, minute possible. So I think that, like, the studio just knew, like, yeah, we're going to have to, like, tweak some shit and then send it out after we release it. <laughs> yeah, I can I, I want to touch real quick on the one, one thing Alyssa said. Alyssa said that I... You know, it would be crazy, like if if like it comes out and it's nothing that much that not that much of an improvement, and fans are to be disappointed. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> whatever the fuck this movie, whatever the fuck the movie that movie shows, fans will be like in awe. They could release the same movie, like I mean, the same shot by shot movie. Say it's from Zack Snyder. Put some darker colors on it. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Like it's like the same oh, yeah. movie. It's like Zack Snyder like, like directed Birds of Prey, like right. same movie, like fucking everyone I, loved Birds of Prey. I, I, they I they just think... have Superman in the black suit. That's the only thing they change. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's a there's an outcome that out, outcome after the Snyder cut where fans maybe the 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 the, the like the the okay ones, like the the, the fans that have been like Listen, my, my 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 Twitter profile is 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 Superman. My my cover is Zack Snyder as Jesus. I, I think whatever 
whatever they see next year is gonna be we're gonna see all the Twitter posts. This is like Jack Snyder is a cultural master mind. <laughs> I don't it's know gonna how. be that one video where it's like, "Am I the only one realizing this? Uh, the significant like of this uh, uh, masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid. <laughs> you're stupid." And, and, then, and then you're gonna have all of the, and then you're gonna have tweets like, uh, "Zack Snyder is Justice Justice League greater than Endgame, greater than this." <laughs> Those are always fun, though. Those are always fun. <laughs> like tweets that that say like um you know you know though you know that 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 popular tweet with the hand shaking or whatever it's gonna be like Zack Snyder's Justice League and BVS two of the best comic book movies of all time it's just it's gonna (laughs) coming I'm not that's why I'm not excited for this movie at all at all listen that like and once again a couple of like months ago they released that shot when he's like uh dark side is like behind some shit and the shot is terrible but people fucking love that shot and mm. i said a tweet i said if the russo dropped this russo brothers dropped this same shot <laughs> they wouldn't have heard the end of it <laughs> if you put this shot next to the shot of endgame where like cap door and iron man are looking at thanos and that in the and like the dark cloud is behind them it's the same shot if they're both trash and, and people <laughs> Snyder fans will look at that shot and be like, oh my god, masterpiece. And then look at that, like, the little, like, wonky, weird uh, thing in Thor Ragnarok of them looking out over um, Norway and then be like, trash. That's what I'm saying. So I, I, I know. I, I know it's gonna happen, you know. So I it's gonna be a disaster. But <laughs> it's we'll just thirty minutes of us hating <laughs> the Snyder. Sorry, I'm gonna and, and my Spotify is gonna lose like ten followers. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, I don't care. And I think this is gonna be a disaster, like it already is. Like fucking t-shirt. It's like Zach, are you kidding me? A t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Um, sorry, Brett. Once again, I'm excited. It's fine. Everyone it's else, fine. I understand. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree with a lot of you guys' points. Like I said, I'm excited for the same reason that you guys said that it's good to see you know Zack Snyder get his vision realized after being screwed over so hard. So that's pretty much the main reason why I'm excited. Plus, I love the characters. But other than that, I, I fully agree with you guys. Um, I'm also excited. Last thing, I'm also excited to just move on into like the new. Yeah, to stop kind of, like, hearing about wicked, it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm wicked excited for all their news. That's everything else that's coming out with them. All the stuff with the Batman, um, all their casting stuff that they're thinking about. You know, doing some of these movies that they're trying to, to release again. Sequels. I'm excited for Wonder Woman 1984 because you know we're moving for we're moving forward. You know, that's my goal. I want to move forward with this universe once again because I'm a huge DC Comics fan and I love these characters as well. Um, but I no, I don't need to be reminded of 2016, 2017 disaster DCEU. I don't. So um, yeah, I guess we'll. <laughs> I know Marcus, who listens to the show, is punching the air right now. No, He's <laughs> like, "Fuck you!" I, I, I I'm sorry, uh, sorry, it's a sickness. Um, okay, so we have some, we have some um, news regarding some TV shows. Uh, we have a series in the works for Disney Plus. Um, we have a couple of them. So first, we have Solo. Solo looks like there's been rumors. I don't know if it's been confirmed, confirmed yet. But it looks like Solo is going to be getting a Disney Plus sort of series. Um, I saw, I know last week. I don't think had, that's a rumor. <laughs> yeah, I, I know last week they had a, 
I just, I just haven't seen it. Alden confirmed. said something about it, and then people immediately went, Disney Plus! <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what's gonna, um, I'm not sure. Do you have, okay, do, would you want a solo story, though, on I, Disney Plus? I liked solo, I liked, so. I, liked I don't think anything was wrong with it. I think the hardcore Star Wars fans, like, just hated it, and I get it, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I thought it was fine. I think it would have been know? better if Lord and Miller did direct it, though, so. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like watered down Lord and Miller. Like <laughs> the whole movie seems down, like watered down, less funny Lord and Miller. Yeah, and I know there was also there was also a thing last week that said they wanted to they wanted to bring back, um, almost called him child childless Gambino. Sorry, uh, Donald Glover's um Lando. They want to bring him back for some stuff for Disney Plus. So I'm I'm assuming that they're gonna do something. Uh, I saw that Darth Maul also was gonna be, um. You know, there's gonna be like another series kind of thing with like him and the Amelia Clark character. Disney, name, stop announcing fucking series, dude. Uh, HBO Max, all of them. Like, it just I, I want to see new news from the stuff that you already like that, that you're already working on. You know what I mean? Um, so I'll go to go to the other uh, to Brett. What do you think about a solo series? Oh, I'm pumped as fuck. Not even gonna lie. I look, I loved Solo. It's like not it, yeah. the best, right? For me, it's still like kind of like mid to low tier star wars but like i love star wars and solo was good it was so so overlooked and it was i think more so than anything why it bombed so hard it was just backlash over the last jedi like there was these massive protests and man babies crying left right and center over the last jedi so they just you know they boycotted solo for no reason at all and it ended up being a really good movie like i loved alden ehrenreich as a young han solo I love Donald Glover as a young Lando. I thought they did a great job. And the movie is just a ton of fun. Like, that's what I like. It was, it's basically like, and I know I'm going to, I'm going to hear this too. And I know, hear me out. It's almost like going from like an event film, like the episodes, I'm going to kind of compare it to the MCU because that's a great topic as always. But you know what I mean? It was going from the last Jedi to solo felt almost like going from Endgame to far from home. It was just kind of like smaller scale and just pure fun. And that's what I kind of liked about it. There's so much writing on like the episodes when it comes to Star Wars, but Solo just felt like a really laid back and just fun, enjoyable adventure that you can just throw on anytime and have a good time with it. I get that point. Cause that's even like going from like age of Ultron to Ant-Man, you know? Exactly. Like it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, let's, we, we did this big or like, yeah, with infinity war to um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, we did this big event movie. Let's, let's just calm it down with another character, you know? I get it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I think that's another thing that, to back to Alyssa's point about fandom, um, kind of getting involved with studios because fandom more so got involved. Like, like Solo did not do great, and that and that by Star Wars standards, I would say, if as a, as a movie, did fine. But like that was like them telling what stood the Disney studio that we hated this last movie. We're not gonna go see this one. So kind of forced Disney to course correct when it came to the rise of Skywalker disaster. Jesus. Um. So, uh, listen. Do you have any thoughts on the series for Solo, a Star Wars story? Are you a fan of the movie uh, as well? Yeah, I liked Solo. Um, like Brett was saying, I didn't think it was like the best uh, Star Wars movie ever or anything. But I'm I'm. I don't think I'm as big of a Star Wars fan as probably any of you guys here, but uh, I do like the movies and I liked Solo. Um, so I, you know, I, I thought they kind of opened up uh, some interesting uh, kind of roots in, in terms of where they could have gone with that story. So I, you know, I'm not against a series. I think that allows for a little bit more flexibility um, 
than than a movie might um like a follow-up movie than a solo too um so yeah i mean i and disney plus seems to uh you know be be the place for this kind of thing they they seem to do uh fairly well with their other um star wars series you know mandalorian um has a lot of fans and so hmm? it got emmy nominated mandalorian yeah so uh so yeah i think so it would be okay (laughs) Right. Um, Man, right, having yeah. 15 nominations is weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty like, hey, I mean, that, that's a pretty groundbreaking kind of move where like your first big um, IP out on Disney Plus gets like all these nominations and whatnot. Um, so that's good, I guess. Um, okay, so real, real, real quick casting news. Um, Haley Steinfeld cast in the Hawkeye Disney Plus series. Hasn't this uh, been confirmed for like ever? It, could, it was confirmed. It was confirmed that she had talks. She was like talking with Marvel Studios, but then everybody was like assuming that she's going to. That's gonna, always that like gonna... the confirmation. Like talks right. is the confirmation. Like we still haven't even but got confirmation on like Christian Bale. Christian Bale no, but is it, still in it talks. Like, it wasn't, but it wasn't like a Variety posted like she's in talks with Disney with Disney Marvel about her being in Kate, her being Kate Bishop for Hawkeye. It was more like Marvel Studios have had some discussions with with Haley Steinfeld. That was it. That was it. Or That's that they were in, confirmation or that, or that they were in. Actually, I think it was like more so they were interested in her. That was it. And then fans started saying, "Okay, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series." And then and then they didn't they didn't respond to any of that stuff. But now it's like actually confirmed that she's going to be in the show. They didn't say Kate Bishop yet, but obviously she's probably good. She's not going to be like some side character, some like random side character. Cause I mean, I feel like if you cast Hilly Steinfeld, you gotta, I mean, that's a big character. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, uh, I'm indifferent. I, I'm all right. We'll see, I guess. It's I, I, I casting again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just like the, yeah, they, 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 so they've been doing a lot of that lately, I guess. Like, um, like you know, with all the other news that they were eyeing, they were eyeing like what's her name, Allison Brie for uh, She Hulk. Absolutely not. Um, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess uh, that's interesting. And then they have we have Amelia Clark. Now this is kind of like what Marvel, what this, what the reports were saying about Haley Steinfeld before it was actually confirmed. Uh, Amelia Clark is, was rumored to be a front runner. There has been no talks yet, but she's rumored to be a front runner for DC Zatanna. Um, just, if you don't know who Zatanna is, just look her up. She's cool. Um, so I, these news. I mean, I mean, I'm excited. I guess it's like some. You know, I I I don't believe Amelia Clark is gonna actually sign on because it looks it looks like after Solo after Solo, I remember her talking about how she wanted to do more indie movies and more smaller projects. Um, so it'd be hard to see her jump right into another big franchise kind of thing from Game of Thrones to like trying to do Star Wars and then to this. So I guess we'll see. So um, yeah, Brett, you have any you have any thoughts on the two the two big casting news? Um, for Haley Steinfeld, she's kind of always been my pick. I, I you know I I kind of thought the same thing as Hannah. She was like the extremely popular pick, and I thought for the longest time that it was like really heavily rumored that that's what was happening. Like it was always kind of in the works that she was going to end up being. Um, kate bishop in it and honestly i'm okay with it you know she's proven herself as a pretty solid actress just look at you know i don't know more recently something like bumblebee or i think it was edge of 17 she was in as well um you know she's proven herself that she can be a great actress and i think 
this would be a really good spot for her to be in. And it would be cool to see her move on into the larger MCU, kind of taking over the mantle from Jeremy Renner. Um, you know, I don't know much about the character, but I know she looks like her an awful lot. And a lot of people, you know, again, she was the popular pick. And as for mm-hmm. Amelia Clark, um, I'm kind of mixed on that one. I'm not, I know a little bit about the Zatanna character. I'm not overly familiar with her either, but I mean, I like Amelia Clark as a lot as an actress. Um, in most things I should say, I liked her in, a. Obviously, in Game of Thrones, not so much the mm-hmm. last season, you know. But um, and I kind of mixed on her major film roles, though. I like, you know, just speaking of Solo again, I liked her in Solo, and she's done a few, like, you know, rom-coms and stuff that were all right. I didn't like her in Terminator Genesis, which was supposed to be, like, a really big role for her. So I'm kind of, you know, nervous. It was this, you know, this could be another really high-profile role if they stick her in somewhere, you know, it's where she's supposed to be kind of the main draw to a movie, and I'm kind of worried if this is going to end up being another one of those things like Terminator Genesis where, you know, it's like, okay, Game of Thrones is over. What is she doing next? And then, you know, they pull up Zatanna as this big thing. And, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of mixed on it. I like her as an actress and I think she's a good fit for the role. She's, you know, she looks the part and, um, you know, again, not overly familiar with the character, but I definitely think she's a more than capable actress. Mm-hmm. Seems like all the all the formerly Game of Thrones people are going to like to superhero. Yeah, superhero. Harrington head of the Eternals. Harrington is in the Eternals. Richard Madden is the Eternals. Yep. Um, what does another one I'm blanking on? Oh yeah, Maisie Williams. Was well, just for one movie. Yeah, the uh, New Mutants. That was years ago. So <laughs> of course, Sophie Turner was in the X Men movies, and oh, yeah, yeah it seems to be the like... inevitable turn. Is just, <laughs> the know. difference with Sophie Turner and Amelia <laughs> Clark though is is that they're not very good actresses. <laughs> that's the the issue (laughs) i feel like they don't get as much like um like like movies like probably offered to them (laughs) not just not like an ass but like i think yeah (laughs) i don't think i I didn't i didn't like what was that that came out last year with her uh last christmas or something yeah but those weren't like no, but talking about like acting roles. Talking, talking about acting, oh, it wasn't good. Oh, was okay. Yeah, like I, I don't think it was. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like you would, you would expect these people. I, t- this is what I've been saying for years. There's a curse after you do a big franchise, whether it's TV or movies. There is a curse that your rest, the rest of your acting or whatever career is gonna be a disaster. So anyone on The Walking Dead, good luck. Anyone on Game <laughs> of Thrones, good luck. Okay, Star Wars. <laughs> I think Richard Adam Driver is doing fine. Adam Driver is the only exception when it comes to Star Wars. Okay, John Boyega, Pacific Rim. Oscar is doing fine. Um, uh, Oscar. Okay, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Who else? Daisy Ridley. Where's she at? What's she doing? Okay. To be fair, Everyone Daisy else? Ridley. She didn't really act before the Fourth okay. Awakens, so and give then, her a little time. And, <laughs> and then, um, and then MCU as well. All of them that come out of the MCU, disaster movies. Disaster movies, mm. all of them. Yes, yeah, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Extraction. I think, fine. I think Mark Ruffalo is doing okay. MIB International. Fuck, that movie was awful. <laughs> I think like the older people in the MCU are do okay. Brie Larson, Unicorn, whatever that shit was. That was her directorial debut. She filmed that before she was even Captain Marvel. Well, it was, well, it was awful. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. You have any thoughts on uh, Amelia Clark and um, what's her other face? Haley Seinfeld. 
Uh, not really anything that hasn't already been said. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Brett, uh, kind of encapsulated my general thoughts. Uh, I, you know, I think Kaylee Steinfeld's a pretty good choice. Again, I'm not, um, I'm not somebody who really watches the TV shows as much. So I, you know, the, the Hawkeye, um, show, I don't know when I'll eventually get around to watching it even after it comes out, you know, but I, I think she's a good uh, good choice and uh, like like Brett, I'm not super familiar with um, uh, the character, uh, the Zatanna character, but I think yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what what goes on with these, but I I don't really have any uh, you know big strong opinions about either of those casting choices. No, I get it because even when I was like thinking about it, like when once they were announced, I was like, okay, Haley Stein. I, I just I I kind of want to go into like more unknowns, but I guess to pop something off with these like Disney Plus series and HBO because the the Zatanna thing for Amelia Clark being the firmware that was supposed to be HBO Max. I guess I guess the the spiel is just to like let's get a big name, let's get some good good feedback from the big name or whatever but i'm kind of like i hope for like come for like when they do miss marvel and she hulk i hope i, I, I kind of hope they go for like lesser known names um you know just to see like something different and something new no no no. you're something. not allowed to say that because you want the basic fantastic forecasting nope nope <laughs> take it back which one for uh for the uh, uh for... you Dwayne, sir emily, <laughs> emily blunt and john krasinski you were definitely campaigning for them Oh yeah, but I stand. I stand them both. They're great. I'm talking about like the the Disney Plus and HBO Max shows. I don't think you should go. I mean, people are going to watch a smarter decision to go unknowns with movies because people are going to see the movies regardless. Which shows, I think you do need to have like a kind of hook for to get people to watch it on Disney Plus. I think, I think you could do like side characters who are who are well known. I because I like like listen. What's that guy's name we were talking about on the live show the other day that I when I said I hate the rental that he was in Jeremy Allen like cast him in something I don't know like it's just like that's different like he's and that's not kind gonna, of like, draw too... anyone oh okay yeah, you mean like as like an unknown yeah that's fine I mean just like just cast someone I just want to see new fate it's like it's it's becoming I don't think the they're gonna norm. do it, that with the shows they need oh, to get people oh. to watch the shows like regard yeah, like for sure and I don't think they're, they're gonna true. get um unknowns because they're gonna need that like you know I yeah, think well, obviously with Moon Knight with Moon like nobody mo- nobody really knows who Moon Knight is right except for like the comic book uh fans right and if you if they're like hey we have Moon Knight on Disney plus and we cast like an unknown to play the lead nobody's gonna fucking watch it but if you're like hey we have Moon Knight on Disney plus and Daniel Radcliffe is playing him a fucking a million people's gonna watch it. You don't think anyone's gonna watch it with the namesake of Marvel Studios under it? No. <laughs> I, 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 I think, think HBO so Max on Disney Plus. I don't think so. I think, I think HBO Max needs the names because Disney Plus has like fifty million subscribers yeah, still, and like, like there's still so be much stuff on Disney Plus that are like I don't think that like I genuinely I think that the Marvel name goes like a long way, but like what shows like you're already like cutting your like your audience in half with putting it on Disney Plus because a lot uh, even though there is a lot of people who do subscribe to it I don't think that there's like there's like a large majority of people who only subscribe to it for like Marvel content especially like since there's like not even like much Marvel content on it now and it's like I don't yeah I don't think so Mm -mm. I think okay so I think if you I think Marvel Studios is at the point where they could cast unknown at least try to for one i'm not saying okay 
every TV show, obviously, does you don't have to do an unknown. But I'm talking about some of your characters. Once you make a new star, make an unknown character. Now, I think HBO Max do need the names because they. The, but I don't the, think the you're going to make a star out of like a Disney Plus show. Well, I think that they like, need to be. Yeah, if you, to, like, be if you have a star, star, like like listen, who was Charlie Cox before Daredevil? That's Daredevil. More people know who Daredevil is than fucking something like Moon Knight or Miss Marvel or She-Hulk. Who knew, who knew what's his face before Luke Cage or any of those shows? The, we don't talk about them. Nobody talks about them. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they were, they were, listen, they, Literally, they did really I know, I cannot they, tell they, you the name of anyone that plays the lead characters in those shows. I can't. Well, I'm talking, well, I'm, I mean, like, okay. Jessica I'm Jones, just, she's, bra- she's Breaking Bad Girl to me. I don't yeah, know her I, name. I mean, I, that's fair. Like Iron Fist, like Iron Fist, like okay, trash. But like the the first season of like Luke Cage had a lot of had a lot of viewership and whatnot. Second season kind of tanked, but like the first season and whatnot, I think they I think do stuff like that. Like no one knew. Okay, Daredevil, was big, Daredevil is a big Daredevil is a big name. But I think if you cast at least one unknown, transfer them into the movies and whatnot, then they'll be they'll become a star. But I think casting. Like Haley Steinfeld and Allison Brie, I feel like that's boring. I feel like you need, I feel like this is, I need some other dynamic than just well, like, you hey, can yeah, do you kinda, exciting you casting with big guys. names. You don't, they don't have to be unknown to be like unboring. Like, just don't go like, you know, like fucking basic white girl route. Like, <laughs> I guess that's that's also what I'm saying too. I'm just like just boring. I feel like I also saw they were they were I also saw that they want like Olivia Cook in the MCU. I like her a lot, but I like her in like indies. Like that'd be boring too. I I can't see her throwing down and being like who whichever character you know. So I don't know. I just want I just want them to do something different than just just do the you kind of know them from this TV show or that TV show or that movie or that franchise. We're gonna bring them over to here or whatever and whatnot. So I don't know. We'll see, but. Yeah, that's my thoughts on the TV show stuff. Um, but I guess that's it as far as today's show, um, everyone. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. If, if I bothered you with the, the Snyder Cut stuff, sorry, not really. But um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening once again. Go to go around the call game on social medias. I will start with Brett. Let everyone know they can follow you. Sure, yeah. I'm on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at BamTubeTV. All right. And Hannah, let everyone know they can follow you. At Movies and Cats on Twitter. And Alyssa. Um, you can find me at Mainly Movies uh, on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media. And that's mainly uh, with an E, like the state of Maine. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94, Instagram Cinematic1994. Um, you can follow the page at uh, Cinematic World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it, everyone. Um, Hannah and I will be back tomorrow to, to, to bicker some more on the live show. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> we actually uh, don't argue on the live shows, though. We only argue Hannah, on, like, world shows. Sick of it. I got a vent, right? So, <laughs> um, I think Brett and I are going to be back this Sunday for another show. Oh, yeah. Is. We're going to be back. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Alyssa, Brett, and Hannah. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.